stuff to get into tonight that was the one thing that craig fly craig flying solo mm-hmm. on the last episode that was the only issue i was hoping that we get to cover but i'm glad we left some room for it yeah one of the first real protests all of the it's the canadian freedom convoy and it's essentially all the truckers who they can't get travel into province they have a lot of vaccinated people involved too it's very bipartisan the, as the, far as the, the industry of yeah. the vaccine you're on the industry is like 80 percent 90 percent vaxxed mm-hmm. but you probably have 50% currently fighting against, well, striking in rebellion. In the peak season, the, the, I guess the, t- the tough part is, is all this snow. You'd think that you wouldn't have, like, it would be tough to get people on the ground in the dead of winter in Canada. They're standing on top of, bri- of bridges. Like, have you seen any of the pictures? Yeah, I've seen them. It's like, huge. It's so cool. It's like mm. 2022 and we have a, or 2021 and we got a It also looks a, a lot giant bigger convoy. because trucks are big. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. Only, so it's like a lot more impactful visual. I, I'm talking. I'm talking. Yesterday, they out tried to outlaw standing alongside the highway because uh-huh. it, it kind of looks like the Tour de France. If you go look well, at Canada, they right now, they can kind of do whatever they want, right? They don't have freedom. Yeah, they and that's where we start. We're starting the episode in Canada where we talk about ground zero for the concept of zero COVID. You have to vaccinate everyone. Right now, they're fighting against the reason why this strike is so important is they're a lot closer to a social credit score. Right now in China, oh you can just get detained in any different part mm-hmm. if your app turns from green to red because it's something you did, someone you were in contact with, something you purchased, somewhere you went to that you weren't. Oh, really? To. They can lock you in your province. And then, so you, your app goes red. You have to go back it's, to your yep, house. But it, no, if you're traveling, mm-hmm. then you go into quarantine camps. Oh, uh, it, it's, it's so if you're out and about. Uh, our, our Olympians are about to go through it. They're getting because the test that Wait, they do, so they have to participate. They're hypersensitive it? to tests that they're every day. They got to test it every day, and they all have to participate. They have to test positive two times two weeks before going there. Then once they're there, they're tested every day in Beijing, and they'll be operating in a bubble system where they're mm-hmm. kept in like their own encampment. They're not allowed to <laughs> talk to each other. It's wild. What if China just makes everyone's apps go red except for the Chinese? Right then now, they win. Right now, um, they uh, win the game. I'm trying to think what I was watching today. They were talking about there's, there are political prisoners where they're claiming like with people who vacation from Hong Kong and tried to go to a different province in China. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, once they crossed the line, they were testing positive for COVID. They got to get locked down. And mm-hmm. it's like you can't just say no. You can't say, well, I'm just going to go back home and quarantine at home. No, you can't cross state lines. Mm. Providence, they're wild. And it's like Canada's on the cusp of that. Canada is as close as any North American, any American, South American, Central, North, any so, of it. So I'm guessing these business owners, these big corporations that, you know, are running 
things from overseas are probably just not visiting China. What do you mean? Or they just don't care. Like, we, we well, played, like we, Tim Cook. We played that clip a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but Tim Cook's just not going to go to Canada or, or China then? But no, that's with the semiconductors. We need all these little batteries for all our smartphones and everything. I know they're that's still. All that, and that's all I know they're Taiwan. still operating there, but I'm just saying, like, is he not going and visiting then, at all? Any of the sites? Just like any country. Or does he have exemption? Like, is he immune to the red app? It's the same as what we're gonna watch this Super Bowl weekend in L.A. You you have homeless camps, left, right. On the bases, off the bases. The Super Bowl's in L.A.? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> the Fox is having a field day. It's like, look at how crappy this city is. And it's like the Rams are the team that's playing. And talk about, I wouldn't have Alec here because you don't really care about NFL football. Yeah. The Rams, they used to be St. Louis. I'll watch the Super Bowl, but to give you I the, think, to, maybe. To give you the back, this is all you need to know. Being somebody, who, if you don't watch football, this here's like the perfect commentary for the, the way the two teams compare. The Los Angeles Rams are the NFC team. They used to be St. Louis two or three years ago. L.A. bought a team right before the pandemic started. So did Las Vegas. Las Vegas was the Oakland Raiders. So the Oakland, the, that fan base went to Vegas. St. Louis fan base was just screwed. Mm. And L.A. has turned into the same as the Lakers. The Rams are the same. It's a team where you look at the celebrities. They had the home game in the NFC Championship, and they were more San Francisco 49ers fans yeah. than L.A. So it's, like, it, this is a, it's not a team. And the way the Californians behaved themselves this year, they don't deserve to have the Super Bowl, yet alone the Super Bowl champion team. Half of these players, they're great. Jalen Ramsey, Vaughn Miller, but they're mercenaries. They're people that just signed at the end of their career to try and get a quick Super Bowl mm -hmm. with an all-star team. The same thing with like LeBron. You get all these players that take like a play cut for a better chance of winning. Meanwhile, you have Cincinnati, which is like the David Goliath team. That's like you got like a borderline rookie quarterback. Their star wide receiver was the rookie of the year. A good defense, we don't know how good. The Rams have probably the best offense by far, bought and paid for. Mm -hmm. They got the first wide receiver to ever win a triple crown. So it's like you have a heavy favorite. I think they're four and a half right now. That lineup probably Is it at least nice around the area that the stadium's at? From, I, I, that's where I don't know L.A. And if you watch Fox, you can just... Look up over like the edge of the stadium when you're going down the stairs. And there's homeless people. And you're just see camps and rows. And they, really? Yeah, that's the way they make it. Oh, uh, I thought and they had a visual. No, they do. They, <laughs> they have videos of just the, just driving down highways. Well, I know in that the camps. Beach. Like I know the camps are really bad there. They're they're they're, they're going to cause a scene. Like it's going to be one of those things that it's a big enough scene that right now they're scrambling to try and clean them up. They're uh, like, okay, maybe just for the next two weeks, everyone go inside over here. We'll give you some free drugs. Here's a little bit of free crack. <laughs> just go over in this building here. We don't, we're don't. we going to take pictures. Mm -hmm. But they already, you didn't see the scandal with uh, Magic Johnson, Eric Garcetti, uh, Gavin Newsom, London Breed, no. all of the big California congressmen were at the game yesterday. Mm. And you would wear masks. If you were a fan, you got to wear masks in the state. Mm -hmm. Outdoors. They weren't. They mm. were in their private booths taking and selfies, caught on, that like, surprise caught on the screen camera. Oh, it was on the Jumbotron? Oh, it was Did caught they get everywhere. booed? Caught everywhere. Well, no. I mean, when you say booed, this is their environment. Somebody invited them. Yeah, but, I mean, they're put onto the Jumbotron, and they're not following their own rule. No, when I say caught on the Jumbotron, it's like they're they're caught, like, in um side pictures of booths. Like, it's not um like you would have saw in the game. There are things like people watching the game could see from the angle. It's like, oh, look at them over there in their booth having a good time. Yes, yeah, so right. Jumbotron was wrong. Words. Oh, I thought you meant like they put it on the big screen. It, it was on TV. 
Okay. They, they were on TV just in pan shots where it's like, what's going on in this booth? What's going on over here? And they also posted selfies. So it's like there's more because that's where Gavin Newsom initially comes out and says mm-hmm. he was just being courteous to Ma- Magic Johnson. He was being nice. Then it's like they show pictures of him during the game with it around his ear as the plays are going on. Not eating or drinking. Are the booths where the celebs sit for like a football game then? Because like, you know, NBA, they're sitting courtside. I'm guessing... The booth is where you do it. Like, why are they not sitting? I guess a lot of them can stand on the sideline, though, right? It depends on the teams. When you look at Dallas, Mm -hmm. or I want to say, like, the Giants, those NFC East teams, they have a pretty advanced booth. But their owners are more celebrities. Their owners are more people who are friends with, like, other celebrity cooks, other entrepreneurs, Mm -hmm. actors, that kind of thing. You have teams like Green Bay where you buy those tickets, like, three, four years in advance. Yeah. To, to try and get a home game. So they're not as focused on having really plush veeps, veep seats. This yeah. L.A. stadium is just catered to. Is it? And it's like that's where this is going to be a home game for that team. And we're just going to be watching all these celebrities, like, let them eat cake as they get to have the game of the year rooting for their team. It's terrible optics. Terrible optics. But Newsom had his recall. They failed. California has chosen to be the way it is. I didn't know L.A. had a real nice stadium. Oh, it's, it's really nice. That's why if you watch the game, it's really nice. Hmm. Really nice. So it's like they'll make a lot of money. But there was a debate going on when Buffalo and Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers was still relevant, is they were going to try and make it mandatory to have a va- – you had to be vaccinated to play. Hmm. And they, the NFL came out and threatened to send the game to Dallas. If that's what they're going to do, which I would love to see that happen. But I'm pretty sure right now everyone going is pretty jolly vaccinated. How do we get into that? Well, that's going to be relevant here for the Boris Johnson. I, just a final closing argument on the Canadian truckers. Trudeau tested positive yeah. for the road today. So after all this is going on, the truckers are on their way. They spent all weekend trying to... He, Trudeau was painting it like a Jan 6 thing. Like, the truckers are going to insurrect the capital. My life's on the line. I need protection. His son had tested positive for COVID. So they moved Trudeau into, like, hiding. Mm-hmm. So he was com- supposedly completely isolated... Double vax, quadruple boosted, mega immunity. He gets the COVID. He would have died had he not had all those vaccinations. Let's be clear, because that's what every <laughs> vaccinated person is saying here. He'd be dead. Another one on the death count. But thank God he's vaccinated. And now he's just still in isolation as the truckers hold the line. I don't know how long they can do this for. But it's the dead of winter. And I guess what else, what else do you have to do? And it looks like the people are on their side. It was really cool seeing everyone line the roads like it's the Tour de France. Yeah, so cool. big victory. And before that, the thing we didn't get to talk about last week was the stop the mandates protest in D.C. That's where when we're going to talk about Rogan here in a little bit. Yeah. The doctors that got um, they're trying to get the reason the DNC is trying to ban Rogan is for having these doctors on his show. And he had them in within like a week time span. So that was their thing is you didn't have a counter narrative. You just played the anti-vax people without having a pro-vax person in yeah. between. And yeah, who's complaining about that? that, C- that CNN? That's the crux. of We're going to go through. Yeah. C- CNN went in a complete war. Does CNN today. ever bring on the <laughs> the, the The contradictory. <laughs> it, it was amazing today. It's one of those. I know some people might be concerned about Joe right now. I actually think this is a chance from the grow his audience. There were people on Fox like Jesse Waters and Janine Pirro, Judge Janine, that all of a sudden are tuning into Rogan because they almost single-handedly put him into a rush-like situation. You yeah. were the first to predict this, but I'm watching 
over and over because CNN had a lot of their TV docs were invited on Rogan's podcast a year ago. You can go listen to their episodes now. They don't have fake news under their name, but they spread an awful lot of misinformation, especially when it comes to where this the lab theory. He had a couple doctors that came on in the first couple months that no, 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 no way is it possible this could be from a lab. And that was just swiped. We weren't. It's like okay, that wasn't even thought about. But his then. problem is he tries to be nice with them. Like, it, it, and I think it, well, you'd say it's his problem. I think he'd say he, it's him being fair. I'd say it's a partisan someone rooting for him to beat up my political adversaries. I wish he'd be tougher. But I. But would, when he says that he agrees with Spotify putting the disclaimer in front of his yeah. videos, he needs to say also for the the um, ones that CNN approves of. I that is the narrative that the hard right has taken where Fox is generally defending Rogan. And I wish Rogan would, I hope he sees that because there is steadily every hour, the one main host will go, well, this is, this could be Fox. They, they would make these same arguments. Fox Mm -hmm. had, Tucker had those same exact doctors on for 10 minute segments within the last week. Also, there is nothing to stop the same applicant. If they can apply this force to Spotify, I don't, I don't want to get too much into this right now. Or should we just run into it? Just run into it. Okay. Um, you had, I'm trying to remember. The guy. Neil Young, way yeah. before our time, our audience's time. I don't even know what he's, uh, his uh, songs are. Keep it rocking in the free world. He was like a heavy 70s drug. For, for somebody who, it was very odd. Someone like Bridget Fetissy had an interesting tweet in the middle of this that was, I've done a lot more drugs under shady circumstances to try and say, oh, I shouldn't take this one. And it was an interesting viewpoint of it because when you hear former drug addicts or pe- party like, steady 10 20 years of his concerts that's what rogan says in his instagram there was a lot of violence outside of his concerts mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily good for people's health that he need to be a security guard because he yeah, said yeah. he was a fan and it's like he seems genuinely hurt that these artists are deciding to take potentially a financial loss to spite now, him. i don't know what joe joe rogan's like off yeah. the camera yeah but he does seem that in those three hours you kind of get to know him Oh, yes. The right. whole when you're listening that much, like I'm probably listening to him that, talk. Perfect. That's the Rush Limbaugh thing. Yeah. It's one of those where if you understand Rush Limbaugh, he doesn't hold a political, like he generally leans conservative. Right. But, but he, he doesn't, doesn't hold office. Yeah. It's not like he's necessarily a Republican. He's not a party guy. Yeah. He's not here to take bullets on behalf of the Republican establishment for any reason But whatsoever. he was definitely well, going, ag- he, was, he was choosing to take the stance of whatever he could do to defeat liberals. Yes. Yes. Yes, it's it's an interesting, it, but but it's it's a from he's more almost a comedian and he almost as an entertainer mm-hmm. than necessarily a political figure. He's a political right. entertainer, and in a lot of sense, Rogan is a co- political comedian. Like he likes to poke fun at the people in charge. He always has, whether it's been Bush and, and the wars in the Middle East, like this. this I don't know. I just remember like growing up, ever like I all my friends were were Democrats, right? Like including you, mm-hmm. like all you guys were all Democrats. And I would always we hear how brainwashed. everyone would say that the Democrat comedians were just more funny. But when you really, like now, like you go and you watch comedy, the jokes come from making fun of those people. Generally, comedy is always going at power. So if the Democrats are in charge, whether it be Obama mm-hmm. or Biden, they're going to take the majority of the bullets because they're putting their face on the most absurdities. Yeah. Bill Maher had a great, we're not going to have time to get into that, but he had a great monologue. I wanted to save it for Alec, where he just basically, he goes, where the left lost. And it's like when all of a sudden it's like he's not a Republican. Like right now you'll watch Fox and they'll be pumping Bill Maher. It's like, look, he's mm. a Democrat telling other Democrats you're being stupid. Yeah. You're being wacky right now. And it's like he's big enough that they can't check him. And he has a Democratic audience that's cheering for him. Yeah. 
you pretty much just like jokes for Repu- against Republicans it, are typically just they're boring. It, he had a really <laughs> he had a really funny you know? line on Ted Cruz where he goes, "Yeah, does, is Ted Cruz kind of annoying and not really action packed, but he's not for like suffocating his fa- suffocating his kid's face." Yeah, and it's like that's <laughs> it's like that's probably better than like I like the diversity in the Democratic Party and all these fun personalities like AOC, but I kind of rather just go back to normal. I'd rather but go back for to Joe Rogan though. It seems like, and you never hear anybody give like have any beef with Joe. All of his friends, all the the whole comedy world praises the guy, and he's not even the funniest of them. No, like a hundred percent. Like he is nowhere near the funniest comedian. But he's (coughs) but because of his like careers that he's had, and his podcast, and how he uses his podcast to help the brand, those. All, that whole community loves him. So it seems to me like he's genuinely, genuinely like who he is on his yeah. recordings, right? So it's probably very offensive if you're acting the way he does and you have the viewpoint in the world like he does, why th- your peers would hate you so much. No, because, you know, I know Rogan doesn't view himself as a news competitor, mm-hmm. but as you'll point out, the word play, you'll see later. CNN is very much understands that he's more people watch Rogan than all of CNN's different anchors combined. Yeah, he's like, re, he, between the clips and the whole podcast, he's reaching yes, everyone. a far a far larger audience. Yeah. And the thing that you said is rel- I keep going back to the Rush Limbaugh is you would always go just listen to one full three hours and then tell me that all these terrible things are true about it. No, I said you had to do six days. I said, if you would, if you'd listen to Limbaugh for six days, so that's a week and a day, you would be able to realize who he who he is, because he he lets things slip where he because he goes off. He's doing now. Limbaugh was doing three hours with commercial breaks though, and he would go into situations where he was just talking from who he was. But but more importantly, if you're a critic. You, or, or somebody who is uh, no, not necessarily a critic, just someone who is actually watching the news trying to be informed. You watch CNN today and you see them going really hard on him, mm. talking about him like he's mean, like he's a bully. Oh, yeah. You can tell in three hours that anybody hey. who would say that about him has never listened to him. Yeah. Brian Stelter has just got that one sound bite of and this trigger is, words. This is why I would always get Jordan s- Peterson made an appearance. This is why I would get irritated himself. when people would bring things up about Limbaugh and they'd bring me these clips. Yeah, I would do that. Because, I would do it. I, 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 I would, was that person. I would hear that clip I was on that the radio person. that day. John, yeah. John Stewart would hit a line and mm-hmm. there would be like two minutes where you probably know when you're listening to it. It's like, uh-oh. I remember that. You could tell like, the, like that clip you played of Rogan and Peterson when mm-hmm. Jordan Peterson was making a joke about being tan. Mm. Now, if you don't like Jordan Peterson's logic, his personality, his sense of humor would really, really annoy you mm-hmm. because you have to buy into his... That's why... The topics. It's the, same, it's the reason, though, like why people don't understand why everyone was so upset when we lost Limbaugh. Yeah, because of who right. he really was, what they never played the, yes. on the television. And it's the same thing with Rogan right now. And, like, and then, you, can you imagine how upset the country's going to be when, when we lose Rogan? Well, uh, he's building himself well, that's up to what, the pretty no, that, that was the announcement I wanted to make on this show. We're going to be the first podcast to do this. We are going to remove our content from Spotify. <laughs> if they do anything further to, re- to alter the, J- the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. I know that a lot of Republicans are pissed off that he's allowing this label mm. that sends you to the CDC for guidance. View it as in the historic fight in free speech. Mm. This is the equivalent of the explicit label. 
whatever. Yeah. It gets to a point where when you put it on everything, as long as you don't kick them off the air, you just put this dumb little logo at the bottom. For someone like me, it turns into a badge of honor. They put that like, logo. Oh, I, I know this is legit when the government has to flag it and say they, a narrative that's bad for they you. They put people. that logo on me posting my negative test results today on social media. We'll we'll take that. Go put that logo on us. I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. That that just you know we're gonna be talking about COVID and we're not pushing the There's national a narrative. Idea. Yeah. So don't I. For conservatives who have just recently joined Team Rogan and are like, I want them to fight more on the culture wars, just settle down here. Yeah. This is a compromise that Spotify is in a tough position. Right now, the way to look at this is all they could get was Neil Diamond. If it was in Taylor Swift, if it was in Drake, if it was in Miley Cyrus, if it was in Snoop Dogg, half of those have been on Rogan's podcast before, have sat with him for three mm -hmm. hours. We may not... I may disagree with LeBron politically a lot, but unless something is in his, in his best interest, he doesn't act on behalf of the Democratic Party. Mm. And when you're going to him like LeBron, or when you're going to Miley Cyrus, hey, pull all your Spotify stuff unless Joe Rogan's kicked. That, she could lose a lot of people. There are people that listen to her that that would be the kind of thing that I can't tolerate. That that's mm. Why do you care? I get why these doctors that we're going to play. I get why, why doesn't CNN Snoop Dogg and them guys come out publicly and defend them? Uh, like Snoop seemed pretty cool we're gonna with Joe. We're going to start that, Craig. We're going to start that. Everyone right now, because that's what I was, I've been trying to figure out all day, is if you were Team Joe, how do you let Spotify know that if you fuck with this, I'm done with you? Mm -hmm. And I know I'm one person, and I, I'm considering buying the premium just to join the ads. This is the kind of thing that will make the decision for me. Like, this is the... Rogan has been very upfront in almost every episode, saying Spotify is very fair with it. I wish Joe would just go on... Um, um, What's the thing uh, Tim Dillon's on? Wraith, uh, um, T-something. Patreon. Patreon, Patreon. I wish he would just go to the Patreon and I could just pay a subscription. I'm completely cool I, with going I, that route. I feel comfortable about what's going on because he has that option. And in his audience, we would go with it. Mm -hmm. So, and they're going to comment, wait till the end, we'll, we'll play some clips. When we're done giving our fresh tanks. Fresh tanks. Because, see, so far, I was so impressed by how gracefully Rogan has handled these attacks. It's that apology. Everyone should go watch on Instagram. It's on his Spotify. He uploaded it as an episode. It's like nine minutes. Yeah. He basically says, I'm sorry if you feel bad. Thank you if you like it. I'm going to do my best to make it appear more balanced. I thought I already was doing that. He lists the people from CNN that he's had on. Do you think he's really going to change it? I think he's just going to continue. Well, I think CNN right now, what they did today was an audition for Gupta didn't know that CNN expected him to be like their champion. Yeah. He, they were expecting Gupta to come in there and like have like the vax up his sleeve and just jump across the table and like <laughs> show right in the neck. I mean, like, we got you one. You want two now? We'll get you two on the spot. And it's like Gupta just, I think in his mind, Gupta just honestly thought that he could convince him. He was yeah. like, I'm going to come have a, or at the very least, maybe he'll convince some of his audience. And I, that, those are the kind of things that I, I gained respect for Gupta for all of 12 hours until CNN called him back, back into the house and said, what are you doing, Sanjay? Yeah. You didn't get one punch in? Mm -hmm. And it's like, he was nice. It was like he was making jokes. He's, and he you, probably didn't. He's going, it seemed like, listening to that episode, it seemed like he didn't realize who Joe was. No, no, and I don't think he realized that. How, I, I don't think he thought Joe cared about CNN's comments about the horse dewormer. I think he was genuinely surprised that he just thought Joe Rogan, big tough guy, yeah. wouldn't care about what Brian Stelter and Jake Tapper are saying on CNN. Yeah. 
but he's annoyed about people lying about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, exactly. It's like other people would have sued when this kind of I think Sarah yeah. Palin has a lawsuit in the works about this. Like mm-hmm. that's either way, we, we, balls in Rogan's court here, and I think right now he has a bunch of new eyeballs, a bunch of people from a bunch of Fox people. I mean, that could be it, too. He could be looking at this as a way to expand. This Although he's mentioned on the podcast he doesn't want to be bigger. I, yeah, yeah. He thought that when he went to Spotify, it would cool down a little bit and just his hardcore supporters would listen. Dave Portnoy and Joe Rogan right now, whether they like it or not, are have become targets of the DNC. Yeah. The only way they can keep running, they can keep saying, I'm not political. I stick on both sides of the aisle. I'm just a curious person. I have my own brand, my own industry. I'm happy with my life. I don't want to be in a constant political battle. Mm-hmm. For stuff that is beyond us to necessarily know, they are targets of the Democratic Party more so than Trump. Mm-hmm. Joe, Joe Rogan was on made every single news cycle, and Trump said some crazy shit this weekend. We'll play some of that, but he went wild, and still Joe Rogan is their number one concern. I wish Business Joe insider. would just run for president and do his podcast every we, day, I got, for three I, hours. I'm, we're gonna have an episode where I pitch an idea that we Could try you and get. Imagine how upset they would be if he was podcasting all for three to, hours. All he has to do is and then what if he had his friends on and they got all fucked up on a five-hour one? <laughs> that would be the best. When you look at the number of viewers Rogan gets in the audience, he moves fifteen million. That's an electoral block. Mm-hmm. And the reason why the Democrats have to attack him is because they can't control him. And it's yeah. similar to now Portnoy, who's more conservative. When you think of Barstool, it's an alternative news media. Yeah. Similar to Rogan, it's an alternative news format. Mm-hmm. People do listen to his show to get informed. Yeah. And that's where the news is hard on him today is he needs to take his platform more seriously. And he talks a lot about the weight of Portnoy, knowing. Portnoy or still Rogan? Rogan. Rogan, Rogan in that aspect. Because Port- I've not listened to Portnoy. No, but Rogan weighs into politics a lot. Portnoy doesn't. And mm-hmm. that's what, it's odd that they take such heavy attacks because usually Rogan sides on a Democratic no, side. Yeah. Portnoy is more conservative, but he makes a point to keep Barstool out of it. If he wanted to weaponize Barstool, Talk about built for signatures. Mm-hmm. The way you start a campaign is you need to get those pesky signatures. And you got to get like 100 in a bunch of different districts. And there's not many entities that can compete with the DNC, including the RNC. The RNC is pathetic. Trump managed to beat the RNC by himself. Trump came in self-funded. They made a pledge. It was a joke. The, the DNC's policies are a joke. The candidates they put out are a joke. But the organization, that's a ground game that is decades Beyond any current political body. I never noticed how big um, Pat McAfee's fan base yeah, is. Until yeah. Ryan kind of started pulling Ryan up. did a good job of that. Because that, that has become an interesting alternative Because that show news. actually has a decent It's following. very good. And, yeah, he, and he started... He the makes sports world. There's a lot of sports people who just want to hear people talk about sports. And the, everything that go around sports. Because they look at the, the players as celebrities. And they want to know about their lives. Alec was one of the first people coming out saying ESPN's market. They're, they're screwing half the market. And then when they took the knees, that got to be a whole bunch of people that didn't want to talk about this. Yeah. And it's like ESPN decided to take it as a story. Barstool decided to say, we're not going to focus on that. Mm-hmm. It's like that that's not going to be a defining point in our coverage. Yeah. And they got that ended up being a defining thing that has built them now that they're a competitive news program. And I think everyone wants to kind of drop cable. Yeah, yeah. So when you are willing to look for these other ways to entertain them, but Joe Rogan's been on for what fifteen years? He said he's been podcasting. Yeah, for a long time. And he said it took a while to get big. Barstool's been around for I believe twelve. He he referred. Yeah. So we're talking. Both of them were at the beginnings of the internet, figuring out a way that you could compete with ESPN, 
You could compete with big shows, these talk shows where you don't get any substance because yeah. you only get seven minutes of the person. Think about how long it took to build. Yeah. And that's what right now. But now, can you appreciate why the DNC views that as a threat? Yeah. Regardless, as long as they do not work for them, as long as they are not bowing, kowtowing to them. And Portnoy, I believe, has been more like easygoing with the Vax than Rogan is. He's been tiptoeing the line. He just doesn't leave it out. He, there were a bunch of Barstool um, podcasts that advertise for that have picked up the PSAs. Mm. So it's like they, they if, I don't, I, why, to me, why they attack, I get why Rogan is an immediate threat. Portnoy, it almost seems like they're going out of their way to force him into the ring. Because I'm bec I'm becoming increasingly of the belief that you can't run from this, that the only way to get them to stop is to fight back. Is is to figure out, now run for president? That's really ambitious. Maybe get some delegates. Maybe run as a Democrat. That Do you even think that Rogan's listeners are going to vote in a block, though? If it's not for him, like if he doesn't pick a uh, him picking a candidate doesn't even happen because he chose Bernie Sanders. I think if the you, you familiar with the intellectual dark web, no, uh, that would be like Peterson, Rogan, Weingarten. These are all like academics that have left formal academia or journalists that have left um, professional uh, legacy media, mm -hmm. and it's because the idea is is that if you just put out good content as a citizen journalist the internet's free market, you should be able to get, people are going to want to hear good stuff. Yeah. So it's this idea of you can get it, an alternative news that is completely independent of big money, big pharma, right? big media. It's, Rogan always pushes, like a couple people when they approach him to try and get him to do something politically, it's this idea of weaponizing this intellectual dark web, IDW. I think it needs rebranded. I think that sounds fringe, hackerish kind of like but i'm saying like illuminati weird like do, do his listeners though vote together i don't think they do. no no but i i think he could i think he has a really free like open thinking audience if, and if, if, if you're gonna get all kinds of different people i don't have a name yet if someone has a name they could apply this before i could he, he could form a third party media source right now is if you don't want to run as a democrat or republican and you're not a, mil a millionaire you have no way to get the money legally to fund your campaign and that sucks because it stops a lot of otherwise good people from running because you have to pledge fealty to one of these major parties and once you do that that's what jimmy dior's always jimmy Dore's always talking about is once you sign in with that capital d that capital r you have to do the cow call when they say vote this way it doesn't matter what you ran on all these promises you make if it's a super liberal talking about bringing medicaid up medicare for all up for a floor vote and AOC says she's going to do it, but never actually does it. Mm. They do this all the time. It's on both sides of the aisle. They have to do what their money says. Because if they don't, they don't get funded. If they don't get funded, they don't win three straight terms. They don't win three straight terms. They don't get a pension for life. Mm. So they have to do what their money says. That system makes it almost impossible for a third party, a libertarian, to start up because they don't control a major news network. You don't have Fox. You don't have CNN. You don't have that one guaranteed propaganda that your loser candidates can call at 11 o'clock at night and try and get five votes from some radical base in the area. Mm -hmm. Like it's just a, it, it's a tool that Barstool has that they don't use politically. If anything, they exclusively try and avoid. But if they wanted to, anyone that Joe Rogan has, he and they, that's why they always yell at him for who he platforms. Why'd you platform that person? Joe Rogan can platform somebody. If he were to have us on his podcast, that would do 
who knows how much. Yeah, he does do that for people. Yeah. They call it, they call it the Rogan bump. He, he's, he's platforming. The major network is, why are you platforming that person? They don't have a right to talk in public. That idea shouldn't be heard in the public square. But that, that ability, we can't platform. It is so weird. These people used to argue about free speech and how oh. important it was and stuff. Nutty. But now that they don't have control over the free speech, it, they don't want it. It's, it's not. It's only free speech it's, when it's yours. It's, it's kind of a. It's weird, and I don't. I'm surprised people don't notice it. it no one it, ever notices it. No, no. That was an interesting tangent. Um, one thing we did. Yeah, that, we'll talk more about this in the future because I. I think there's also more to both offer stuff. Stuff that not a lot of people can. That this is nothing to do with funding. Joe Rogan could help. 10 to 15 candidates just by doing a couple hour interview with them mm-hmm. and just connecting all the Joe Rogan fans in Pennsylvania District 17. There's a lot of them, but there's no one place where we all meet. There's no one candidate that we all support. That would be Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. He's not running. He doesn't want to run. He has kids that are, like, he's a nice life. But he can use that platform to try and highlight third party candidates. If we had a name for that third party, my goal would be not to try and recruit Democrats and Republicans. Try and get Democrats and Republicans that they generally, like Rogan, is generally a Democrat. Portnoy, generally a Republican. But not when it comes to the cattle call issues. Not going to go die on a hill for the war in Iraq. That's not that kind of conservative that the establishment, that the money pays for. Well, if you don't take that money, you don't get that Fox platform. You don't get that Fox platform, you're going to go against a Democrat who is getting CNN, who is getting paid. So you need somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. Joe Rogan, Barstool, those are the type of places that could be that third outlet that we can't do. As a show, you can't start this from, gra- from scratch. This is the kind of thing that you need some infrastructure to be able to compete with the DNC's mail list, mm-hmm. to compete with that. Everyone gets this episode. Everyone's sent directly to their mail. They're, they're in the program. Like you do those audiences. Mm-hmm. The um, elephant in the room we ha- we're just going to get to now. Let me see if I can find it. Um, our last episode, we got to clean up what exactly g- went on because Craig just went into story time mm-hmm. and I kind of played into it. Like when you listen to it, <laughs> I, 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 it sounded like I was like sitting outside in the car, like just quarantining myself. Like, oh my God, I just had a cigarette with Craig. And it's like, that probably, not, we're laughing at it, but in liberal, but that probably happened in places. They probably thought it was liberal a Liberal podcast where they went in and it's like, wait, what do you mean? You just got to call it your positive? Oh my God. I'm sick. I gotta, I gotta get out of here. I gotta run. I gotta run. I'm isolating. I'm isolating. It's like, no, it's probably not yeah. a big deal. I was pretty sure that I had COVID on New Year's Eve because a yeah. bunch of people in my family tested positive. I just did the quarantine time like everyone else did. Uh, you had just told me you were negative. It's like six. We're meant to record at 630. Mm-hmm. Like 10 minutes before I get here, all of a sudden I get a text like, I just tested positive for COVID, by the way. Yeah. And I'm like, well, this is an ethical dilemma. As <laughs> on one hand, I want to prove that natural immunity works and come in and tough this out and just go, okay, yeah, Craig has COVID and I'm going to be a test example. But you chose to stand across the street and scream. Yeah, no, I came. It's too I, dangerous. I, I, I came on. I, I, I parked and came out and talked to Craig on the porch to yeah. just figure out what we were going to do. At that point, Alec had just texted and said he also had the yeah. COVID. So it was like... We gonna try and get like a COVID episode together here, or what's going on? Yeah. And we ultimately, came, I came to the cl- conclusion that we would look like jackasses coming on saying, "Yeah, Craig just tested positive for COVID, and I'm just gonna sit here and chance." <laughs> That's like the lady who licked the toilet bowl. Yeah. On the plane 
when COVID started, it's like, I'm not scared of germs. Just, no, okay, okay. There's a difference between courageous and foolhardy. Yeah. And if you just tested positive for something and you have a pregnant wife, maybe we can give it a couple of days. You tested negative this morning. Yeah, I'm, I'm negative. We were going to record either way mm -hmm. because I have the belief that you get three days and this thing's not spreading anymore. Yeah, who knows? We've had different yes. opinions from multiple different doctors. Yes. It makes, there's no conclusion. No, Craig was unvaccinated. He had no symptoms. Yeah, like maybe like a little bit of um, mucus, I guess, build up. I, I, Not much. I, I had a one degree fever. It sounded like you had a little fever too. I had like a one degree fever for like 24 hours. No, I, I checked my fever. I never had a fever. Was Every time like I've checked it. 87, 8. Courtney got a fever though, but I did not. It's, I don't know. And that just, was with Court being pregnant. Yeah. I mean, yeah, time. we wanted to take precautions yeah. there. She hasn't gotten too sick. And that's with Alec with the first one, the update. That's why we don't want to. I was going to exaggerate him about being dead mm. because we w the train thing. But he is still locked in the basement right now. He's yes. chained in the basement. Okay. But for my <laughs> clarification, the train thing, Alec was not running on the trains to get to the skis. So I was thinking it's like. <laughs> it's believable. If I'm CNN, I'm like, oh, Jesus, we have a super spreader on the train. <laughs> everybody should be everybody should be traced. Everybody should be traced. That Alec's just going around the train, coughing, <laughs> sneezing, getting everybody sick. That was the problem. He's riding the Amtrak just up to Seven Springs. I don't. But but the problem is with taking the Amtrak to Seven Springs, it, this is where like it would be quick if it was a direct route. But you have to take the Amtrak up to Cleveland first, and then back over to Seven Springs. So half your day spent on the train. He only rode for three hours, caught COVID, on the train ride back. <laughs> for those of you who are seriously concerned <laughs> about Alex out there, he seems to be okay. Yeah, he's good. the baby tested positive for COVID. Shannon is boosted and not testing positive as of now. Uh, Alex says she's developing a cough. Either way, it seems like they're all going to be okay. But if it, Alec would have got boosted, this would all it's been we'll see that that's the thing that I w uh, the only reason I'm bringing this up is this, and I I can't find them on my phone because I don't have the patience to go through it. COVID shaming. CNN talks about it, and apparently... Should you be COVID-shaming? No, they were trying to say this and support the people who are boosted and then got the COVID, and they feel like they did something wrong. Why would they feel like they did something wrong? Because they, they weren't... If they got the booster, they weren't supposed to get it. Dirty people get it. Unvaccinated people Nobody get it. thought that that was going to happen. Well, they were not... If you, <laughs> if you were buying into the vax at... Trying to put your mind in somebody who got that shot, and the phrase I heard Nate Silver using is "vaxxed and relaxed." <laughs> it's like because there are two different types of vax. There's the one person that get vac gets vaxxed, and they still want everything to stay in quarantine mode. Mm -hmm. There's another that actually get the vax. It's like okay, I'm good, yeah. and it's like for them, it's like a mental block lifted. And if that's what it does for you, great. As long as I don't have to do that mental thing with you, yeah, I'm, I'm ready just to get back to normal. I'm just ready to operate as normal. Mm -hmm. But it's like there is a group of the vaxxed and relaxed. That right now, if we can just get them to stay relaxed, which CNN is trying to work them up, we can go back to normal. Mm -hmm. We're on our way back to normal. That's where the cleanup, the pit infrastructure conspiracy. Um, yeah, we don't know. They flew the bus out of the, the big pothole. And nobody died. Nobody died. Yeah, no one died. So no one died. It was, just, it was, it was obviously it. convenient, even though Joe managed to, like, he couldn't even use that as a, if we just he passed my bill, it. that bridge. Well, yeah, he was coming that day. I was thinking this was, like, a reason to go. Build back better would have no, stopped that bridge from falling now. No, 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 that total waste of time. London bridges um, falling down. Craig, hmm. you hate cats? Yeah, I that was what I thought was the most groundbreaking. <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> we're we gonna lose people. Like, I don't know if we have some cat fans. And that's what I'm not a fan of cats because this is what I don't get. See, now I am a fan of cats, but I also like dogs. 
But you wouldn't like having cats if you have a bunch of cats. Like once you multiply the cats, you realize no, how bad the cat is. No, we're just talking one cat. You have one, a couple cats. They take care of themselves. I have an outdoor cat. But they piss everywhere and it smells like cat piss. First off, I've never had a cat that hasn't used a litter box. The one that I have now actually goes outside. Self-cleaning, goes to the neighbor's house, buries his shit in his piss in the neighbor's the yard. The only comes good back thing in. I can see about a All cat. All I got to do is refill like, food. Like my neighbor has a bunch of cats she's feeding outside. They are the most annoying things. What's annoying? They're always like on my roof and stuff. But what is that? How does that affect you? What is that? They're just sitting there. They're chilling. Yeah, they make it look like a bad area. Oh, okay. So, well, yeah. I think they're downgrading okay, my property okay, okay. value. I mean, is I, freaking cats. Okay, well, you're confusing that. I'm not a cat person. Like when there's cat, like ladies or cat people. No, I just in general just am not uncle, a fan of cats. The only thing I've seen about a cat that would be nice to have, maybe like one, is that they might kill all the mice. They come in the basement. No, there's an effective role for cats, especially like on farms. Like yeah, yeah. they have they have they, they do have a purpose. Maybe one. What, what's nice? I'm talking if you're going to compare them as far as pets. I like. I don't think the White House needs a pet cat though. I like my friends to have dogs, because I don't have to take care of them. Yeah. Dogs require they're like a child. They need constant attention, and I just do not have that yeah. kind of time to take care of a dog like it is a child. A cat, generally, if anything, you want it to hang out and it doesn't. It's yeah. like, oh, I wish I could, the cat would let me pet it right now, but no, it's starting <laughs> to run away. And it's like, I'd rather have that problem than a dog that's like, I need a minute to get something done. It's just, oh, 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 oh. that's a totally different environment. I don't know. Chester kind of does his own thing. I'm fine with Chester. He I, makes you pet him all the time. Yes. Yes. A lot of attention. A lot but of attention. But you just put food in the bowl for him. It's whatever. But that No, that's totally different than having to not be able to type because you have to have one hand petting a dog. Oh, yeah. Well, I just ignore him, and he goes away after a little bit. It's like a, a cats don't do that. Like, like when a, a cat owner leaves, they don't need to put their cats in a kennel. Oh yeah. Like it, wait, wait a cat can just chill at the house for like yes, a week? Yes, you can just have somebody stop by and put food in the water. For, for food in the water. You could do that with the a dog food. too, right? I mean, do I you? don't. No, no, I, I don't know any because they go crazy. The dogs will destroy everything. Cause they're bigger. A little cat. What's the worst they're gonna do? I mean. I don't think Chester would destroy stuff. I mean, we leave him out of his take, cage take sometimes. A take a gamble on it, Craig. Well, not for a week, I'm not doing it. Take, take a bet. Well, the problem is I don't have anybody to watch, really. Yeah. Babysit. I mean, like my, mom, like my mom would come over and watch the dog, but she'll also feed him a bunch of stuff he can't have, and then I come back and he'll be pooping everywhere. If, <laughs> if I had a family, I'd get a dog, <laughs> but as a single person, a cat is just so much easier to maintain. Yeah. And I hate making people do things for me for me but what is it about dog people dog people hate cats but cat people don't hate dogs i i've had cats i don't hate i just no you you even said you associate cats with bad neighborhoods like you I, see I, cats do. I don't i don't like, like trouble cats. i think of cats it's like it's, i do associate, but remember my parents have been landlords man. i even told when I, was the last time a dog hunted listen, for you i over at my other place i already have a tenant lined up and she has two cats and i'm letting her have those cats there but I even told her, I'm like, I have this cats view in my, I, I told her, I'm like, I have a view in my head of, like, I don't like cats at all. And it's because my parents were landlords growing up my whole life. And every time we'd have to go clean up in these yeah. uh, apartments, the cats were always the stinky part. No, some cat owners do not take care of their cats well and they make a mess. And yeah. Well, it's been just like more times than not. I've seen that. Okay. And then it makes me think that a lot of times when you go in somebody's I house gotcha. that is clean and they have a cat. That they're just not, they're like cleaning and kind of covering up what the damage the cat is doing. And I feel like once they move out of the house, they will then notice the smell of the cat at that point. 
Okay. I, I think. I got you. I got you. But I might be completely wrong. Just claim it up for audience. The show, Call Your Infallible, does not hate cats. Craig hates cats. <laughs> Craig hates cats. I like cats. I will stand behind. Not, do you well, have a cat? Yeah. I, you, not, you just I have one cat, and it's the complicated story on how I got it, but it's an outdoor cat that goes and um, buries his own piss and shit in the neighbors. I, I don't completely hate cats. Like, my grandparents have like, cats. I like those cats. And it, you're right. They kind of do whatever. Like, when I show up, they're not ever there to bother me. Yeah. You're right. Probably dogs sleeps, sleeps ha- like three quarters of the day. Dogs are right at the door. You have to you have to greet everyone's dogs. Which is when you nice. Show up. Sometimes yeah, you right. like that. Sometimes yeah. like I'm not denying. Like, I'd like that. It's but it, you it is nice that somebody always wants to see you. If, if, <laughs> but if you're just one person, yeah, yeah, then that's like a lot to to take care of. Right. Yeah, I get your point there. I mean, it can be more. It's, some people like it's more of a companion. Some people, if you're lonely, you actually like that. Like you said, it's nice to have someone that always wants to see you. I yeah. get that. I get that. I I'm more. I, like I did. My alone n- time. I had never really thought about that. A I lot like of that my, solitary time. A lot of my friends who are like living single yeah i guess a lot of them do just have cats yeah, like a cool little cat it's a lot easier it's a lot yeah, easier true. it's a lot and they, and they generally are just as friendly yeah like when i say it's like how often it's like very rarely does it, it just come but the like, for like two the minutes. cats outside my, they're friendly they bring me presents chats are, chats, but it's usually a beheaded like a, some beheaded animal they got yeah they hunt yeah the, in the, been useful the, back during the plague they left when i first moved in here the cats i don't think liked that i was here because they left me these decapitated animals outside my door <laughs> and I would see them and I didn't clean them up right away because I, I kind of wanted Courtney to see it they would come back and gather them up after I seen them like they were watching they showed me that they have a decapitated head out on my on my stoop and then they'd come back and get it once I left my cat will let the thing live and then make it run back and forth on the porch and just catch it on one side, let it run to the other side, jump and catch <laughs> it again, like over and over and over. But like, have damaged it or just it, they toying with it? It will die at some point. <laughs> it's just toying with it. It's just toying with it before it's dead. Do they eat it? That's what I don't it, get. The de- I don't know where the head goes. Decapitation. <laughs> I don't know. That's what Mr. I don't. Gim. I don't Mr. know Gim. if they're like eating it or what the deal See, is. Because these cats are fed. Like this lady over there, she leaves the food dish out on top of the roof. Uh-huh. For the cats. That's what I'm saying. Like that's a nuisance situation with cats. Yes. And that's so that's a different type of cat. That there was a cat lady archetype that is yeah. dangerous for society. Mm-hmm. There's also people that write the dog fighting. So it's like this mm-hmm. both these animals have a negative side. But we should be docking we should be docking Biden's pay in the White House while he has a cat as a feat. Well yeah, that that that's what I wanted <laughs> to explain to you the story behind the cat is it's like catnap. We don't know where this thing came from. Joe took it during yeah, the campaign trail. I don't. Yeah, we talked about it on your phone call. The memes are amazing. Just yeah. cats attacking Joe Biden's oh, face. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. The only what is the other thing that you talked about that I wanted to address? Um, the M and M's. Yeah. Changing the wardrobe. Did you do the Minnie Mouse too? Yeah, slutty Minnie. Yeah, so I, th- that well, apparently Hillary Clinton pantsuits. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Um, today's woke news I saw this morning. Oh, that should have been the name of the episode, Slutty Minnie. Or yeah, something yeah, along the lines. Oh, that was, that was superior. I missed that. We used superior immunity as the name of an episode like three months ago. That's what I thought yeah. too, because I w- that's the reason yeah. I originally changed it. Because like I think I used that. It was a different kind of episode. I could change the name. Th- it, 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 the way it worked out is fine. It was yeah. a, it was a different kind of episode. Yeah. Um, that phone call. That's the reason we're not doing the phone calls. That quality is yeah, not good enough. That's, not, that's good. not good enough. That's it. Sounded like a news station where you get them calling in from someone. Sitting in their home office that doesn't I guess even have it was, soundproof walls. It was a kind of a good opportunity to show Ryan why we're not doing phone calls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he even really wanted us to call, do Collins. But as a team, we will have superior yeah. immunity for our next episode. Um, 
I'm going to skip that woke nonsense here because we have more important stuff to get through. <laughs> okay, um, I'm changing the title of <laughs> last episode to Minnie the Whore. <laughs> or no, Minnie's a Whore. <laughs> okay. Um, That's going to be the new title name. So if you're going back to look for that. Minnie. Or is that a bad name to have on yeah, it? That, that, yeah, that's, that's a little... What should we get? Minnie's what? A sl- Minnie's... It has to do with Minnie. Super... Min- we need a different title. I think Minnie the Mooch was the, the name. The Mooch? No Down Hoochie Poochie. Low Down Hoochie low Poochie. Low Down. Low Down. L-O-W. Dash Down Hoochie Poochie. Just H-O-O-C-H-Y, I'm assuming, P-O-O-C-H-Y. Poochie, poochie. Song Minnie the Mooch. It's from the Blues Brothers. Okay. That is now <laughs> the title of that episode. Yeah. It's from <laughs> I'm gonna, I think I had that. I might be able to find that on here. I We have fans that are, um, they they love Minnie Mouse, <laughs> too, because oh, I got some messages. like. <laughs> it's such a weird thing, because why the pantsuits? Like, I, I just don't. I don't get it. Besides, to me, like it's supposed to be, no. The, I, th- I said what it was. It's no. The idea is that's supposed to be empowering for, for feminism, which I don't understand why dressing like a dude is empowering as a female. Like, why wouldn't you? Why would like? It's the same thing I have with the gay. What community. are their jobs? Why the gay what community wants to get married? Like, do why don't they want their own thing? What does um? Uh, I'm trying to remember. What does Minnie Mouse do for a living? She's what, what she's Goof- a celebrity. She's kind of like Kim what Kardashian. Go- what does Goofy do? She's like Kardashians. What does what does Goofy do for a living? Dumb. What what Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> no, I'm the point I'm trying to get is, is why you're dressing like a, they don't work. Why you're dressing no, in a pants? They do work. They go around and they entertain. Yeah. So why would you wear a pants? You're not doing business negotiations. You're not trying to. Well, they're trying to say that Mick, Mickey's not doing all the business. In the, like in Mi- Mickey, place. Mickey doesn't exactly wear the nicest. What does what does Mickey wear? He yeah, wears suits. He, no, he got that little like um, overall thing. Yeah, but at the parade at the end of the night, he dresses up and. Why talks. is he wearing a? T- doesn't she dress up then too in like a real nice dress? Does she? I don't think he. She can, probably I, does. I, I doubt he dressed up in a tux and she's still wearing the same polka dot. Blouse. Why, why does um Donald Duck get to rock rock with his cock out everywhere? Well, that's he has no pants on. He's the only character. That was my thing with the M and M's. Is just they don't, they don't have a gender. Why would the heels or the sneakers have anything to do with the? Well, the I mean, length if you eyebrows? see heels in our society, if you see heels, you associate woman. I mean, that's just how it is. Yeah, it's a woman M and M. Tennis shoes, typically a dude. It's so. What's wrong with having? If you're trying to make an, I M&M, think they, they left the makeup. If on the way. goal is to try and make the genderless M and M look like a gender, you would add things that you appropriate to that gender. Well, they're trying to ruin the appropriation. Well, yeah, but you can't... Okay, if... Let's say this is... I, I got an M&M in my hand. This is a boy M&M. I want to make it look like a girl M&M. Yeah. What do I do to it? You put its pronouns on a little no, sticker no, on with his the, chest. No, no, with the emoji, with the little thing, not with <laughs> words. You got to do it with the item. You got to do it... That's why, like, if you want to make an M&M a girl, you give it girl features. If you want to make it a guy, you give it guy features. If you arbitrarily gender the M&M at the beginning to be a male or a female, that doesn't make any difference on how you would, okay, it started a male M&M, but it grew up to be a female, so how do I make this thing look trans? 
It doesn't look any gender. The only reason we think the M&M has a gender is because it's given feminine or masculine features. Mm. If you give a male M&M feminine features, it would look the same as a feminine M&M. This is very transphobic. They're going to have to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this video. I, what, what, I'm not, it's not, not, I, I would say M&Ms are the ultimate trans item. <laughs> they pick their gender. They're gender fluid. Oh, yeah, true. Like, I, I would think that's what the, I and when the you, potato and head. And they're all the same on the inside. Yeah, I would, that's the potato head determines well, the no, gender. No, they're not all the same. Some of them, they literally, white they literally dark grab their facial features out of their chocolate. ass and stick it on their face. That's what a potato <laughs> head does. Like, Ken doesn't have an actual <laughs> penis. There's no vagina on a Barbie. These things don't have the actual anatomy. Well, they need to, though. But the, in the Ken kid, should have a little in cock. In mind, if you want to say Barbie is a trans boy, then you just imagine it. And boom, that Barbie is one as a boy. Just has girl features, but it's whatever. You can do that. You can do that. You can claim to be a dinosaur. You can claim to be whatever you want to be. You're a kid. Yeah, but the girl, the, the Barbie, Barbie, they wouldn't put a vagina, but they would give her pubic hairs and they would give her tits. I can remember because as a boy, what would I do with Barbies? Take their clothes off. They have pubic hair? Yes, there's little, they, they put the little design of pubic hairs on their crotch areas. Hold on, Craig. I was trying to figure out when you would have had Barbies. How old is your From my cousin. Sister? Okay. okay. My cousin. I was going to say, if you were like 10, stripping, I would go over to my cousin's house. Barbies naked. And she had a big Barbie set in her room. Yep. And I'm a house of all boys. I'm intrigued by the little fake people thing. Okay. I like the Sims. Okay. Like those kind of, that kind of stuff was cool to me. I wasn't looking at like playing no, I, Barbie. I was, I was imagining like 14 year old Craig. Going and inspecting Barbie's. Well, and also, like 16, you gotta think like, oh, too. I'm gonna go play with Kira's Barbies. It's like, I, Craig, what, I also what are you doing? grew up very close with a uh, family of like pretty much the opposite of us as far yeah. as gender goes. Like, gotcha. they're a bunch of girls and one boy, and they're like close to the same age as me, and I'm sure playing at their house it's okay Craig. but i was definitely i can remember taking the clothes off of the barbies it's perfectly normal it's for young boys to play with barbies Craig. Don't i worry. definitely did don't play worry with barbies when <laughs> i would have the opportunity the point is i don't know why we're making gender out of things that don't have genders and then fighting over the imaginary gender that we are pretending the m&m has apparently it was worth it for their bottom line to, to go through with it well yeah it's just about creating talk and they're supposed to get us to talk and that's what we're doing before we get to the rogan segment here uh, i got two more stuff i want to talk about for sure we have another rogan segment yeah i want to play cnn's reaction because uh. they declared war today and i'm very curious as to how rogan's going to respond okay. i got some funny sound bites where they really contradict each other i want to save it till the end because it's just playing clips okay. before that so the supreme court that was another thing we you didn't get a chance to get to yeah i didn't know in that. The, and that was where i as far as where it goes the Re democrats did this weird thing where they pre-called the race and gender mm -hmm. of the candidate, like they did Kamala. Tulsi had a great tweet out today. Going the last time that Obama said he was uh, going to be nominating a black woman, we got Kamala Harris, and she's completely incompetent. Mm -hmm. What are we going to do with whoever his Supreme Court justice is? And the that is a good point. Like he needs to stop picking based on color. And it's it, it, why is that not considered racist to pick based on the color? It, it, it was a promise that Biden made to Clyburn. He made it openly on the debate stage, like halfway through March. Why would that make sense to, during the to guarantee that you're going to choose someone based on their skin color? Like that, so say they do choose an African-American woman. Devil's advocate and then... She's going to forever 
like we're gonna have we're gonna be able to say to her you only have that position because of your skin color charitable argument to the democrats is is that this just like kamala harris's appointment this inspires young women who look or identify with the supreme court justice that she too can be a supreme court there was no other example of a but why say it why not just pick it (laughs) especially given this was to not be charitable there was a Republican black woman that was put up under George Bush in 2004 that was filibustered against by Barack Obama and Joe Biden when they were senators and George George W. was president. Mm-hmm. That was the first black woman ever put up. But she was a Republican and the Democrats didn't want to let the Republicans say they appointed the first black man and the first black woman. Mm-hmm. And so, so that I can only take DNC's argument it's disingenuous when it's coming from a longtime party member. I get how young people, young Democrats, this appears more important, mm-hmm. but knowing the Democrats' history with the position, mm-hmm. it's all very callous. And just to me, what logic would say is if I wanted to give this Supreme Court justice the best chance of succeeding moving forward, I would want the people to think that she beat out everybody of all, like even if you said in your mind, I want to pick a black woman to balance out the court. I'm going to kind of lean that way. You don't say it publicly because then that allows the racist people to come out and say the only reason that this person got their job is because they took out all their competition. And that, now that, that you, and the only way that a black woman would be qualified is if they didn't have to compete at an equal level mm-hmm. with everyone else. And that's what they do. Th- that's what it, this appears to have done. That's what they do at the college level too whenever they're giving away their scholarships. And and that's what's very odd that they're doing this in the midst of we're going to have that Supreme Court hearing in a couple months on affirmative action. And the judge that is stepping down, this is one of the things I wanted to bring up, which is very odd. If you watched his exit speech, mm-hmm. he didn't want this release now. This was obviously Biden's poll numbers are sucking and he needed a win with black women. And in Justice Breyer told Joe Biden's administration, whether it's Hunter, Jill, um, the chief of staff, I can't remember his name at the moment, um, who decided to leak it? Someone did. And Breyer wanted to finish out his term. He is still coherent. He just put out a book three months ago. Mm-hmm. And it was very awkward watching him give his farewell speech when he's still, it's a, this is a lifetime appointment, and he is still mentally together that he could judge for another, the way RBG hung Does on, he want to keep going? He Just three months ago, he said he would not get pressured out, and he put out a book. He did a tour. And it's, but then they took out a bus, Bernie's crowd, the Young Turks, took out a retired Briar bus and drove it around the Supreme Court for the past four months. Wait, now, this really? Guy, yeah. So this guy's coming to work. This is ultimate pressure from, Chank and the, from Chunky. Just so they can get a young body in there. And that now they don't just want a black woman. They want a non-legal Supreme Court justice. There is something bizarre in the alt Wait, they want an illegal? They want a teacher. There's a precedent that you need to hold a circuit court position, that you need to be a judge's judge to become a Supreme Court justice. Technically, what you could see is like Ted Cruz was floated to be a Supreme Court justice a couple times whenever the alt-right wanted to torture the left. Mm -hmm. And they would list like Trump's sister. Trump was going to appoint his sister. And it was like you could technically appoint anybody who has ever practiced law or went to law school. I could be a judge. There's really. But do they have to be a qualified? Well, you got you used to have to get sixty votes, so it's like you just there was an accepted group of people that both sides would they would suspend personal policy disagreements to go I at least 
trust this person's interpretation of separation of powers, mm-hmm. the bigger stuff in the Constitution right, right, that right. we don't talk about much anymore. Yeah. There is a push from the alt-left that they want, and the alt-right wanted, like I said, there's from both, that they want to get non-judge judges in the, on the judiciary, more policy experts, people that offer a different perspective, doctors and teachers. Mm-hmm. And we started that with Woodrow Wilson when we had the first ever dean of Harvard become president of the United States. And what did he do? He created a bunch of agencies and experts, independent of government, that we don't elect. We just elect officials that appoint them. Mm-hmm. Where is that all going? In the long run, um, there was a candidate named, let me find her name. Because uh, I don't, this is where, similar to the Kamala Harris thing is, they announced the sweepstakes. Where it was like, okay, here are 10 women, and Joe Biden at the end of two months is going to pick one of them to be the VP. And then every day for two months, CNN would do a profile. That every, once an hour for 10 minutes, they would highlight one of these people. We would call them, this is the silly hat is right now the Democrats don't have a lot of like positions of power to hand out. The Supreme Court justice is a big one. But it only goes to one person. So it's like, yeah, they're saying this is a big win metaphorically for black women everywhere because it thinks they could be them next time. In my mind... Tulsi's siding with us. Yeah, oh, a lot. Like We're, we're, in, the major, we're in the right spot here, Craig. Mm-hmm. Um, in my mind, but by having and basically explicitly saying this has to be a black woman, you are blocking now every black woman that does not get this job from another position. Because under this logic, we don't have a trans judge yet and we don't have a gay judge yet. Mm-hmm. So if we want to make the courts look representative based off quotas, and that's for the DNC actually, if you look at the way they're delegates, they have these quota systems, mm-hmm. they, they believe in that. So if you're a black woman, that's probably, Stacey Abrams, I don't know the next time a big, I hope you win your race. Good luck coming, well, your re-election to be governor because this big hat is going to go to, oh, I can get her name. Let me get this lady's name. Because both James Clyburn and Lindsey Graham agreed on a candidate. Is it Judge Jackson? No, that was one of the- uh, Childs? Yeah, uh, uh, J. J. Michelle Childs. Michelle Childs, yeah. She's from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And she actually got like 54. She got four Republicans when they voted on her a couple months ago. And really, all they need to avoid controversy is pass somebody who gets um, 51. One Republican. If you can get every Democrat and Lindsey Graham, then Kamala Harris doesn't have to be the tiebreaker. It doesn't have to be like Kavanaugh, where you're like, well, you didn't get one Democrat to vote for your judge. You have Democrats or Democrats that will forever say this court is, who is not valid. Childs. What's she, what's she like? Uh, as far as the back, like I said, the thing that I'm going on is is she's getting support from Graham and, and James Clyburn. Those mm. are two big wigs from South Carolina, both sides of the aisle. She's a traditional judge, as in, like she's work. I think she is currently in the D.C. circuit. It just sucks for me to go ahead and appoint someone just. Like with the idea that it's because of their you know, race. It, it, I want, because if you, I'm looking over right now, like I don't mind who that. she is. I wouldn't mind that appointment, but I'm going to be offended that it was because of her yeah. skin color. And, that, and that, that's for what, her. A lot of and re- for the country, because that's not how we should pick people. A lot of Republicans and moderate Democrats, that's the complaint they're making. And what it ends up being is a culture war fight. And CNN will get this story. All, I, I, for them, it serves as a good distraction. Is right now as we're talking about a whole bunch of stuff that's not at the end of the day what i want our audience to get from this is 
you have a far left Democrat getting replaced by another far left Democrat of a different color. This doesn't change the court at all. This is, we still have 6-3, 5-4 if you want to count Roberts as an actual Democrat. Still Republican majority for the but big the, cases moving forward. But they're just worried that they're going to lose. It's interesting. You would think that they would want to save this storyline for Kamala. Yeah. It's as if, if you are going to pull Joe. I don't think they're going to do it. Because well, this is their big reset. This is his big win. And he's going to get to do this for two months. And anytime they don't want to cover a story like crime on the rise or fentanyl overdoses, they're just going to go to this. Talk mm-hmm. about their diversity. It's just a question, why so soon? I, we predicted, this is one of the first things we predicted in our New Year's episode, is that he would retire. How old is he? 83. He's, he's younger than Biden. He was, Biden was actually the senator who was in charge of the Judiciary Committee when Clinton appointed him in 94. Hmm. So he has started his career with Joe Biden in the Senate and is now retiring with Joe Biden in the White House. And it's like Joe Biden's the one who needs to retire because he's not fit. Yeah. Breyer's still got it. That is offensive. He's a little right. meandering, but you just, the, the senile, the, the staff of the senile man are forcing the completely coherent Supreme Court justice to step down indignantly, <laughs> not even getting to announce his own leave. Like, see, talk about don't let the door hit you on the way out, buddy. Uh, a loyal let Democrat. Him announce it? No, that was the whole thing. It leaked out early. Because I'm looking here, Washington Post, how, how long ago was this? They're writing an article about the campaign to. This was what this weekend on the 29th. So they're they're writing about the campaign to get him to retire. So this is like obvious that he doesn't want to. They're just saying he is. What yeah. if he doesn't? No, what it what it does what CNN, CNN knows what's going on because they were complicit in the leak. Um, he went to the Biden administration and said, "Listen, guys, I am going to step down, but I would like to finish out my term. Your term ends in June. So they have about six cases." that the present court is going to rule on before anyone steps in. Mm-hmm. He's just after that, then he announces retirement. That would give Democrats two months mm. to replace him before the election. At uh, On the first level, what you should read out of this is the, the Democrats at the highest levels are aware that they're going to lose the midterms. If they lose the midterms, the Senate, then they cannot replace Breyer. Mitch can filibuster the vote. So yeah, that, that's what they're concerned about getting it in. Yes, that's why they were pressuring him to retire. He's like, listen, buddy, because they didn't do this with RBG, mm-hmm. and that was out of respect. They started trying to, and RBG was like, hold on a minute, I've, done, I've been in this party for forty years. Shut the hell up. I'll retire. I'm not going to have you saying I'm senile. Mm-hmm. I'll go out when I'm ready. Well, lo and behold, Trump takes presidency, and you don't get that option. R.I.P. Six months before the election, you mm-hmm. got a disaster on your hand. Mitch blitzes in through the cabinet position it inspires a whole lot of democrats who otherwise would not have voted for joe biden to defend roe v wade it wasn't until they had acb jammed down their throat a month before the election that they were inspired to turn out and it's like in retrospect would have been better for mitch to have held because he wouldn't have been able to appoint had he held that position Mm -hmm. and not rammed her through they would not have gotten the republican in yeah this would have been a democratic judge right so would have been better well would they would you have the Senate? Had they not jammed if there were more Republicans came to vote thinking that the court's on the line. The same way they did Trump in 2016, mm-hmm. thinking we have to come out and vote because we don't have this judge yet. A lot of... They were having a lot of wins going into the elections. A lot so. of wins. Yeah. A lot of wins. Um, let's see. There, okay. Perfect. Let me get through one more video here before we get to little Rogan. I want to give everyone an update on Boris Johnson mounting a comeback. So you know how we played that clip last time? It was looking like he was going to die. Mm. Oh, yeah, when everyone's... We played, we played yeah. the British news because American news hasn't really known how to handle it. 
I've switched switched sides, but it sounds like Boris took our advice and it's working. At the end of the day, I'm not I'm not gonna use the English political parties. I know we got a couple UK listeners. I'm gonna refer to them as their American terms, Democrats and Republicans. Boris is a Republican. What do they call it though over there? But the Republicans are the Tories and the Democrats are generally called the work I, I wanna the say workers, the work the workers party. party yeah. But it's like I wanna say four or five different activist causes kind of similar to here that all co that all caucus together they, they form a coalition to go against the republicans mm -hmm. the establishment but it's it's a it's a combination of like five or six different like unions very similar very similar to the democratic republican setup you have here so over there you have a opposite of here you have a republican that imposed lockdown rules but there was pictures taken of him so lockdown started in March. His birthday was in June. Mm -hmm. He apparently attended a, we were, he had a birthday party for like an hour. People were drinking, he needed a picture with kick. Now, whoever took this picture and had this information knew this a year and a half ago. Had it came out in Britain that the conservative prime minister was breaking his own lockdown rules, the liberal young people would have had a fit. Mm -hmm. Well, here we are two years later, and it's like when you really look at it, the Democrats are trying to force the president of Britain to resign for having a party. Now, we briefly touched upon that, saying like Nancy Pelosi didn't have to step down when she was caught rules for thee, not for me. Right. None of Lightfoot, Gruesome Newsome, Cuomo, none, none of these guys ever had. In our country, you're allowed to do whatever you want. Yeah, but over there, you have and only in the UK would the Democrats be so outrageous that they're trying to fire a guy for having a party mm. well at some point in the last week boris realized that i can just say that if you take me out you're going to put the guys in charge that don't want to allow parties yeah i had a party quite frankly i didn't want to do the lockdowns and uh, and he pulled all Wait, of did he sign we, like, he, he just did he cause it to happen well, both if sides, he's part of it it's si his fault. similar well yes we, we we can he would he takes the same culpability for lockdowns that trump would have is is he didn't stop Democratic mayors from going crazy with the law? Well, I'm not against that. You I mean it should be up to you want to let it up to like the smallest, like down to the community level, deciding these kind of things. But so like yeah, if he didn't do a nationwide lockdown, then I don't see any problem with him throwing. No, a party. He, he did do a nationwide. There was an effect a nationwide lockdown. Anyway, well, during that time, he should not have been partying. Uh, well, but we we would have part. We wanted to party then. Yeah, but he's one who's okay, make, saying so, that they're so not he, allowed. So he's a hypocrite. Yeah, he's a hypocrite. Well, you don't get arrested for being a hypocrite. No, he shouldn't be arrested, but he should be booed and ran out of town. But, but I don't know what ran out of town. If his question is, is who do you want to put in charge? I mean, Me? I think we should be running or the Nancy guys that Pelosi. don't want to have a party. I think Nancy Pelosi should be running, getting ran out of town. So do you, oh, you really think that we should? Like, I, I, yeah, I, I think she should be removed I, from office. I think the mandate should have been dropped <clears throat> as soon as she quit following the rules. She should have been no lie. But yeah, but just still the fact that she would do that to us—that's it's it's tyrannical. I, yeah, okay. I'm not, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. So like, I mean, in that situation, <laughs> our the people we elected should be impeaching her. You're not going to get removing her from you're office. You're not going to get a person to resign because they got their hair done without a mask on. But if you break your own laws, you should be punished. Or that law should be no longer a law. But it should never have been a law in the first place. Okay, you, now we need you need that. to go back and punish them for what they did. Listen to see. They it. should be punished for what they did. Okay, well then you side with the Democrats. Here. It'd be like it'd be like her signing a bill okay. that makes 
makes marijuana illegal, and then she goes out and smokes weed. Listen, listen. This is um, Democrats or CNN's um, British reporter. You side with them on this because they're really angry at today. Today, the police report came out and said. I'm siding with them, but like I'm, sa- I'm saying that on in our country, we should be handling it the same way. The problem is that we're not handling it that way. We're letting them tell us what we can and can't do, and they get to go do whatever they want. And this is happening worldwide okay. when the, with the climate change okay. issue because the same people flying their private jets want to preach to us about how we should be walking to work and stuff. Screw them. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm confusing my narrative because I'm trying to set up this video. Yeah. Let me just let the video speak for itself here. CNN, we just got the police report. For two weeks now, we had a criminal investigation as to whether or not Boris had a birthday party two years ago. At the end of it, it came out, yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Is this criminal? No. Is being a hypocrite enough to get you impeached? No. Uh, does his own party want to impeach him and vote him out? No. Do the Democrats have the votes to force a resi- force an impeachment? I mean, how would you no. how would you feel if Biden or Trump came out, told us we had to all get vaccinated, and then they themselves didn't get vaccinated? No, I oh, okay. It's kind of the same thing. And then it took years of okay, but if that, or time okay. of now time if that, if that happened, life. then I would just want the, the nobody else can mandate vaccines anymore. I don't care what you do to them. I don't really care about the crime and punishment aspect of like the whole he should have to experience. Well, punishment. I just don't think if you have the punishment, it's ever going to stop the problem. Like they're in the next okay. chance somebody has, they're going to know that they're good. This in an attempt to get out of culpability for this crime, Boris has dropped the mandates, right, and the vax passports, which is right. That's so in effect. That's he's using that as listen. Did I fuck up? Yes, I didn't want to walk down as hard. But as it only did. matters if you get caught. If you get caught, then that means like so. If you're, if the, if, yeah, he's basically arguing if the Democrats thought this was a big issue, they should have done this a year ago. They've been sitting on these photos. Well, yeah, yeah. And had they done it then, you would have had everyone having the feelings you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But right now, Boris just said, "Yeah, listen, that's why I end, I just ended the mandates." Is because I thought they were stupid, so stupid that yeah, I broke the rules. I'm sorry. I won't drink in a government building again. And that's essentially what Boris did is this police report came out like the Mahler report and said, listen, he's a dirtbag. He's a cheater. He's a party boozer like this whole big long thing. But at the end of the day, he didn't break a law. He's a liar and a hypocrite. And if enough people in here want to vote to kick him out, kick him out. But they don't have to count without some kind of criminal law. And the Republicans have rallied behind him. So he basically all that. This is how disappointed CNN is. It's really funny because this has nothing to do with them. And if if they followed your logic, we would be doing the same thing to Nancy Pelosi, and they argue, which is what we should be doing. See, but they don't want to. It's it's funny to hear now CNN all of a sudden when they didn't want to do this when it's Nancy. Listen mm-hmm. to when it's Boris, when it's a Republican. Over the last two years, the British public have been asked to make the most heart wrenching sacrifices, a collective trauma endured by all, enjoyed by none, yeah. and revelations about the promised behavior have forced us all to rethink and relive those darkest moments. That's the Democrat. Those sacrifices, John, those sacrifices are what have so many in the British public outraged. Remember what we learned in school, a government for the people, by the people. Right now, this government does not appear. It is for the people. It is behaving as if it is above the law. Two-thirds of people in this country want the prime minister to resign, but it's all going to come down to his own party, who are right now parsing through that scathing report, parsing through that scathing review, waiting on that police probe to make a determination. 
Uh, is that, Prime Minister Boris Johnson still fit to lead the country? Forgive me for interrupting. That, that's what gets fascinating in the sense that sometimes time is your friend when you're trying to run out the clock on a political scandal or political questions. People move on to other things and the interest fades. Time here is not the Prime Minister's friend because with more investigations, we get more details. I just want to read a little bit from the Gray Report. There were failures of leadership and judgment by different parts of Number 10 and the Cabinet Office at different times. Some of the events should not have been allowed to take place. Other events could not have been allowed to develop as they did. Then it goes on to say the excessive consumption of alcohol is not appropriate in a professional workplace at any time. Steps must be taken to ensure that every government department has a clear and robust policy in place well, for the consumption yeah, of yeah. alcohol in the worst that, place. That was what the police This is just said. damning. And then, of course, there's the photo of Boris Johnson holding the birthday cake. Again, the, the <laughs> he problem looks so for goofy here is it's the elites saying, you know, the rules are not for us, right? The little people have to follow the rules. We don't. <laughs> That's absolutely outrageous. right, John, and it's exactly what Where I've been was hearing. this though? So many families across this country. We spent last and every time Lori White put that, AOC a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I talked where to a mom this? whose eighteen-year-old daughter died during lockdown. Oh John, God! And she now look where they're going with the death and the lockdowns. Like wow. Okay, CNN. But that's where, like, when they're going to war with Rogan. When does Nancy's election come up? Every two years. She, yeah, she announced. When was, the la- when was the last one? She announced she's running for speaker again. No, literally every two years. Every member of the House has to run every two yeah, years. Yeah, but could we get... Oh, yeah, I see what you mean. I actually didn't know that election. It's, it's, it's not, most people don't, because you could have rapid changes. In, we could affect change in the House overnight if somebody could get a party going. Yeah, why Why would they keep electing her after what she's done? Because it, it's a historically mail-in-voted district, and I'm pretty sure that she has prepackaged her elections <laughs> Putin-style from now until the end of time, that her and her daughters will win that race. All five of them are active in all different points of California. Really? Uh, it's L.A., San so Francisco. One of her these, daughters these are going to replace cities her? are compromised, for sure. For certain. For certain. That's pretty wild. For the Pelosi's names would not be gone for a very, very long time. Very long. Why would a group of people like her so much? They don't have to. Remember, all you have to do is get people registered to vote. If they're homeless and they're living outside of L.A., yeah, whatever. You get all those addresses, go into one place. You'll, you'll organize someone so to pick them up. That's how she rolls it. My bet. Can't prove anything, of course. Maybe not. Maybe Nancy is just a beloved character. I mean, <laughs> if you're looking pictures at these cities, I, they didn't recall Newsom. Like, there was something that is profoundly broke about the mail in California. Yeah. And until that is figured, and there's not enough Republicans to investigate it. They just accept getting beaten. If any Republicans out there and wants to, the place to start is the 2020 Democratic primaries. Stupid Tuesday, when all of a sudden everyone would have had to cast their mail in ballot two weeks before Pete Buttigieg, Amy Klobuchar, a bunch of people dropped out of the election and all said, go vote Biden. If you mail, if you were that enthusiastic of a Buttigieg supporter or Klobuchar, Menem, then you were voting early and you you could have voted too much. The reason mm-hmm. Kamala had to drop out, drop out is because she didn't want her name on the ballot. So when all those guys dropped, when Pete Buttigieg dropped out on Monday, there was no way that they could have switched that his supporters would have taken his orders and gone to the polls and changed their mail ballot to vote for Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. They would have already casted a useless Pete Buttigieg vote. Mm-hmm. And if it would have happened that way, Bernie would have won the state. That would have, Joe would have never gotten enough to stay competitive, and Bernie would have probably ended up winning the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But somehow those votes switched. Don't know how. Maybe there's just a lot of really loyal Buttigieg Biden guys. He did make him transportation secretary. That was the deal. James Clyburn signed the deal that he wanted a black judge and a black vice president. Joe says, okay. Pete says, I want to be in charge of um, 
the roads, the planes, the trains. Everyone makes fun of me for the potholes in Notre Dame. I want to redeem myself. Okay, Pete, you're in charge of the trains. What did Amy Clementum get? Nothing. Nothing. Very odd because when they talk about violence in the workplace. I mean, it, would, it wouldn't be anything for the Democrat Party to just say, hey, if they voted for Pete, just change their vote. Yeah. Yeah. No one would have looked. No one would have yeah. paid any attention. No one would have ever thought twice. Mm-hmm. No one would have went and checked their own vote. And, yeah. that, and now if you look at like a crime, if you are going to cheat, if the Democrats had the balls mm-hmm. to switch votes and cheat the, well, the system. Pr- is the primary a legal situation, though? I think in the primary they can do whatever they well, want. Well, normally the Bernie Sanders people are crying about superdelegates in the organization. Right, that stopped when the pandemic hit. Bernie fell on his sword. There was no appeal. Right. They got the ran up. Basically, the Democrat Party doesn't really have to give the party a choice, do they? They don't. I would. We they will don't. argue later right. that they don't. We already make that argument. In they give prior, you a choice as long as you choose what they want, and if they don't, they'll make a better choice for you. Right, right. So, like, but there's nothing illegal about that in the primary system. The general election, I would say, yeah, that's a crime. Yes. But e- in the e- primary, each party, th- there is a rule committee that could be going on this year, yeah. where the Democrats could get together amongst themselves and change their rules to mm-hmm. make get rid of the superdelegates. Essentially, that's not in the works as of now. And right now, it looks like on the Republican side, Trump's not going to let a primary happen. Let me play that gem before we go here. Wait, so, Trump's not going to let a primary? I don't think so. You think he's going to let DeSantis? You think he's going to have DeSantis, an open DeSantis, I think, could beat him. I think so, but... I but DeSantis won't... won't it's going to... There's a lot... Stop. There's a lot that... He survived the first booster attack that Trump um, managed, but it's talking about stepping in it, but this is what... Kudos, we're going to end with Rogan. Here's Trump before we go, because it's surprising that this did not make the news cycle at the same frequency that this call to censor the JRE. These radical, vicious, racist prosecutors do anything wrong or illegal. I hope we are going to have in this country the biggest protest we have ever had in Washington, D.C., in New York, in Atlanta, and elsewhere, because our country and our elections are corrupt. They're corrupt. That's an important point you make, May, because even in a vacuum, that's a remarkably provocative. And you can see where CNN was going to run straight with that is mm-hmm. it turns out now Atlanta wants FBI security <laughs> and all these cities. Why would he name Atlanta? Yeah. It's just a dumb city to name. Like global protest if you're indicted. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, now, you can see how CNN just had a few. This is an admission of guilt. He's saying he knows they're going to arrest him. I don't think so. I think this is, a, if this, this is better than him talking about boosters. I guess I'll give it that. I'd rather him go down this road mm-hmm. than try and defend a booster mandate to get into Mar-a-Lago or starting trying to turn his rallies into vax chants. So, Could you imagine them arresting a former president? It's crazy. And that's why it's just to come out and say... And then if he did, imagine, what would these protests look like? The free You think Free Britney was bad? What do you think Free oh Donald? My imagine Free Donald. People would be really mad. I mean, it'd be nuts. And it is, on that note, it is crazy that here we are the Democrats keep complaining that Republicans won't accept the election. And after four years of a sham investigation with the Mueller report, talk about like a cue. The Mueller report was the Democrats, what the cue was to Republicans. Mm-hmm. It was just crazy ass red meat for the alt bases. That was like a, their own way to personally investigate or do their own private investigation that ended up really amounting to absolutely nothing but embarrassment from the people in their own party that committed the, committed the issue. Um. Yeah. So that's where Trump's at. Uh, I don't know what you wanna. I got nothing on it. Here is Brian Stelter kicking the ball off on reliable sources, the most ironically named show on television, 
Sunday morning, kicking off a call for Joe's head. The backlash against Spotify vis-a-vis Joe Rogan is that, um, you know, people are fundamentally angry about not being able to stop his audience from wanting news that is bad for them, uh, you know, wanting something that's bad for them. So, you know, we're all haunted by the specter of this guy who's listening to Joe Rogan and internalizing this bad information and making bad choices as a result. But Rogan is like a weed that sprang up outside the mainstream media ecosystem and he thrived there and he has this huge audience. The woman's name is Kat. She writes for a magazine, The Culture, and she has made this analogy that was the left was having a field day with over the weekend. That's sort of where the analogy comes in. You know, here's people who, you know, they like. They compare Joe Rogan to Doritos. <laughs> One thing that we, you know, who consider ourselves more enlightened, don't think is good for them. Um, you know, we think that they're internalizing this misinformation, that they're using it to make bad decisions. Um, but if you took away Joe Rogan by deplatforming him, just as if you, you know, took away Doritos, it's, would they seek out better information? Would they seek out, you know, like a podcast like New York Times The Daily, or you know, would they right, start Dr. reading the Wall Street Journal? I don't no, know. No, we're I, not going to listen to that, that garbage. No, no, that that lady is no. This is before Spotify actually did crack the handle down. This was when on Friday Neil Diamond and Neil Young and some other washed up '70s artists. Said that they were going to pull. That's why we said we're going to pull our stuff if they go after Rogan. Mm-hmm. They said that they wanted their music pulled if Spotify does not do something to censor Joe Rogan's misinformation. Right. So Spotify said, okay, we're taking music off. And then it was like, <laughs> what? And it's like, hold on a second. And then the question began from the major news networks. And that's what they're kind of, I thought it was over. It's just, you don't got a bigger name than that. Like you're telling me you went down your entire DNC Rolodex. You went through yeah, Jay Z, Taylor. Demi Lovato, Miley Cyrus. Anybody want to put their name out there? Well, Miley Cyrus has been on the show. She knows he's not. They all have. And that's Jay Z. uh, Not Jay Z. I don't think. I don't think Jay. But Kanye. Yeah, Kanye. Kanye. Like a lot of like a lot of rappers. I think they're friends. A lot of artists. Him are friends. A lot of artists. Like just like there's a lot of a listers that he has majority Democrats on, Mm -hmm. and they're all like, listen, if you want me to come and say I got vaccinated, I'll say I'm vaccinated. But if you want me to attack Joe Rogan. I'll look like an idiot. Yeah. Like, it's like you had to find somebody who hasn't been on his show. And yeah, because then you got three hours of you BSing yeah, with him on the show. Yeah, you're going to look like, like a moron if you come out yeah. and go, and that's what CNN's going to, they did do this. They came out and they said that now Joe Rogan's going to have to have this, we talked about this several times, you're going to have to have the marker. This explicit, you're about to hear thoughts that Joe Biden does doesn't get, want Does he to get hear. to say it at the beginning or is it Spotify going to post something? Spotify's going to put, did the they do it yet? I have not seen it. But well, he I, hasn't had a new episode, uh, right? Apparently, there, Tomorrow were, is the first episode. There, there were 46 episodes that Spotify did not upload. They're in the J. Rogan archives, but part of his signing deal was he wasn't allowed to post them on Spotify. Really? I, 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 I want to listen to those episodes now. Yeah. And that's where, like, ultimately... Which episodes were they? I, I don't know. I just found this out when they're... I thought they, they didn't say anything. He, I, I thought they didn't have any rules on them because they let him have... Alex Jones on. That's what I, I, that's what I, I don't know. I have no idea what's answered. I, he should come out Tuesday with Alex Jones. Right now, CNN just had opened that would be That would be the move. You bring Alex Jones on again. No, the move would be... Um, that would piss them dog, off. Dog, no, because he needs to go... He got, he's going to have to redo the Gupta fight. He's going to have to get one of these CNN... CNN he, let's, I'll watch CNN. Yeah, but tell him no more hour and a half BS. Say we're going full three hours. That, that's fine. They're going to bring their... I think they have a couple they can send. 
Who? Dr. Wen. My body, my choice. Planned Some of their doctors. She has a book out right now, mm. Life on the Front Lines. And so you need a purpose. The thing is, is like the doctor she had on, like here's this first guy. I'll let him. Well, he can't do them on short notice though, because he even says in the what one of the recent episodes, he, he pl- reads their books and stuff before. Yeah. Like he plans this stuff out months uh, in advance. And, and yeah, it, yeah, it's one of those that we did this with Gupta, and I thought it was over, and I was very disappointed that Gupta did not make an appearance today. He's been gone for a little while. Him, Neil Cavuto, I watch news pretty regularly. When someone starts missing their shifts for two weeks, that's a long vacation, and Gupta does not seem like the kind of guy who's going to take a two-week vacation. Maybe he doesn't want any part of this. Four days. A lot of vax people are getting Because you got to think, too. He's still sitting around. Oh, you think he has COVID right now? I don't know. I, when, when a news anchor misses for an extended period of time without reason, they almost they, always They're not telling him? No, nothing. They, wait, so they even when they come back, though, will they say why they were gone? Or? Not necessarily, because Gupta's not a full-time anchor. Cavuto's going to have to answer for a month. Yeah, he's been gone for almost a month now, and, and they haven't said why. Mm, nothing, nothing. Sketchy. Covid for a month. Though? I don't want to get sensitive. I'm not. I don't. I don't know what. I I know that Neil Cavuto has never missed longer than a week, and when he does, he announces what his vacation is. He posts a bunch of pictures, and it's well documented. For him, all of a sudden, he's a prime time. It's four o'clock in the afternoon. Fox Maine. Gupta won't right have to the five. say what. Anything. Gupta, yeah, Gupta could be working. I've been Gupta's a professional. He has kids that are probably going psychotic right now with his lockdowns. Who knows? So it's like I, I don't. I, I would maybe I, he just wants nothing to do with the Rogan stuff. I, I no, he has to today. And next time he's on, he's gonna have to explain this because um, Rogan took a lot of shots at CNN through Gupta, and Gupta didn't defend him. And that was when he came back home, and they were like, Gupta. What do you mean? You just let him keep calling us fake news, <laughs> and it's like, well, and he's kind of like, what kind of You did say it was horse to warm, or you screwed me. <laughs> it's like, it's like you're gonna get on our TV and explain that like these are nuanced questions. I see him just come back in the office. He's like, he did. Well, we are. Then he we walked, we are fake news. Walked, come on. <laughs> now, now, now this is Doctor Hortens. He is militant against the vaccinated. Mm. Like he would be to the left. What Robert, Doctor Robert Malone is to the right, or to back. He is to the vaccinated what Dr. Malone is to the unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. A total, like, far off on the other end of everyone's going to have to be vaxxed a thousand times. He was on Joe Rogan within three months of the pandemic preaching that we just need a lockdown until we get the magic vaxxers. He was very consistent. Rogan would be like, what about treatments? What about this other stuff? This guy's stick is vaccines. Mm-hmm. But Rogan gave him a chance. If you want to go listen to this, Dr. Hotez, this should have been in early 20, the spring of early 2020. So somewhere in March, April, May, that time frame. Really creepy looking. This is the creepy looking fellow with the bow tie, the mustache. This is the guy you get a second opinion from. Just and that's why I'm surprised he's on Rogan. This is the kind of like right away he comes in. I don't want this doctor's opinion. (laughs) Currently hearing this, uh, and he said the following. We want to play this because he mentions you. Have a listen. I had uh, Dr. Peter Hotez on, who is uh, a vaccine expert. I'm interested in finding out what is correct and find, I'm also finding out how people come to these conclusions and what the facts are. This is Joe Rogan. His apology basically, Dr. Hotez, is to say, okay, I'm, I'm going to have the deniers on, but I'll also have the smart people like you. And I wonder if that's a sufficient answer to all this. That sounds pretty cut and dry, doesn't it? Now, Hotez isn't going to answer this question because he was one of the people that came on. And what CNN is arguing is that you shouldn't have someone to argue both sides. So let me watch how this, this, this is at the beginning of the day today. 
this and that conversation with Hotez, we don't have time here to play. I'm just going to skip around to the most important parts of the clip. You can go find these stuff for yourself if you really want to. Is it time quickly, Dr. Hotez, to think of new strategies to get more Americans boosted? When you hear statistics like Americans have a greater risk of dying in a car accident than those who have been boosted from dying from, from COVID? Yeah, I mean, I've been saying, you know, for the last year and a half that the Biden administration has to realize that that anti-science is a killer, disinformation. Yeah. It's not even just disinformation. It's, this is an anti-science empire right now, and we need Homeland Security. We need the Justice Department. We've really got to figure this out. And, and the health and health human services will not be able to figure this out on their own. Anti-science empire. We got to involve the full force of government, Homeland Security, to take out COVID. Mm -hmm. The cases are going down. That was the precursor to that question. That. Uh, here, I'll, I'll go ahead and play that. The things are things are getting better. At the end of the Rogan, because he just dodges the Rogan question because he, there's not a clean way he was on, mm -hmm. but he can't really come and say it's like, maybe he should have been more convincing because Rogan's audience obviously did not hear what he had to say and find him very convincing. I did not find it very convincing. Yeah, what does he say? Like, he knows we all listen. Because he, he no, he's concerned about this empire. There's mm -hmm. an evil empire he thinks he's taking down. This guy has like a god complex. But the question before this was so things are getting better. Case counts are going down across the map. Shouldn't we be signs of happy, happy times? No possibility in the U.S. So, so number one, Omicron is not in the rearview mirror yet. That's that's the first point. Second, um, we still have to worry about the BA2 variant that could rise in ascendancy. And third, we have failed to vaccinate the planet, vaccinate the world's low and middle income countries. And we've seen See, how now the worst variants that are, are rising out of low and middle income countries. I thought this was done. Mm -hmm. I thought we were done talking about this. CNN has completely revamped that today. And that's why like, I, I was shocked to see them revamp this discussion point and then turn it as Rogan being the catalyst for this conversation. Because they otherwise had not been doing COVID every hour. Mm -hmm. Now, for the first time in a while, every single cycle, either the B or the C block, they do. Did you see what happened to Joe Rogan? And You are a doctor on there. What do you think about this? Let me play a couple more. Though. We got some of the idiotic commentators here. Here's Brian, what is Spotify doing here? And is this all because of Neil Young? I think it's because of Young and Joni Mitchell and other artists, and we don't know how many complained privately. We also don't know how many subscribers either canceled or threatened to cancel over the weekend. But clearly, Daniel Eck, the CEO of Spotify, was under enough pressure. They took these very urgent actions on Sunday afternoon. Uh, here are three of the examples, Kate, of what the company says they're doing. They're publishing the rules they already have in place for podcasts. They are working toward adding a content advisory around any podcast episode involving COVID-19, and they're going to test ways to highlight the rules. So based they're doing what Twitter and Facebook and other platforms did two years ago. This is nothing original, nothing novel. They are belatedly responding to the pressure from artists and subscribers. But here's what X said in a statement, quote, it is important to me that we don't take on the position of being content censor while also making sure there are rules in place and consequences for those who violate them. You can hear the tension right there in that quote. He doesn't want to be a censor, but he needs to have rules in place to protect his audience. Now, I did not mention Joe Rogan at all, but Rogan's at the center of this because of the guests he's had on his podcast and the anti-vaccination narratives coming out of this popular podcast. Here's what Rogan said in an Instagram video overnight. My pledge to you is that I will do my best to try to balance out these more controversial viewpoints with other people's perspectives so we can maybe find a better point of view. 
I don't want to just show the, the contrary opinion to what the narrative is. I want to show all kinds of opinions. Which That that sounds reasonable here, right? Right, his makes sense. With the way they spin it doesn't sound like what he was saying. Like you you notice you can't play the video first. You have to set it up with all that jargon. Okay, now this is about Joe Rogan, and mm -hmm. I know it doesn't... Because if you watch the podcast, you listen to that and go, wait, you already do that. Like, I just listened to a podcast with a guy from Australia that I could not stand. And it's like he went the full time, too, and was treated mm -hmm. with the same manners that these evil empire of anti-vaxxers are treated with. Everyone is treated the same. Mm -hmm. And the only way you don't know that is if you don't watch the show. Right. And Brian Stelter, no, and that's what these, these guys who... I mean, you got to figure... Kudos to Joe Rogan. CNN has like a whole wing dedicated to combating him. Mm -hmm. And like watching his show going, this person's, you saw what the lady, the first lady said who compared him to the Doritos. Mm -hmm. He says they're scared of not necessarily him, but the viewer who listens to him. Well, that's, they took out Jesus for things like that. You gonna, you gonna martyr him? You wanna put him out on a cross? Mm -hmm. There's a couple more outrageous. My pledge to you. Oh yeah, that that clip. So right. I actually think that the uh, impact of disinformation and misinformation, such as is being spread on Joe Rogan's podcast, is cumulative. Every time that another lie or twist of the truth is spread by someone like Joe Rogan or by any social media star or influencer, it has an additive effect. I'm now getting emails from people who are fully on board with the science. People with PhDs, teachers, folks who understand how to evaluate evidence who are tremendously pro-vaccine saying to me, oh, have you heard of so-and-so or so-and-so? People that have been featured on Joe Rogan's podcast. It is spreading and it, the problem is, is that- Okay, and if you have a better idea, there's an open contest for you to go, for people to come on this podcast and argue against so-and-so, Dr. So-and-so. Who all your friends are coming out going, oh, all of a sudden we watch Joe Rogan and this person sounded. That's the point. It's to give those both sides of the narrative. There's one more that I want to make sure I got because it was incredibly hypocritical. Let me see if I got it on this one. Uh, I think it tells us that Spotify is under immense pressure right now uh, to do something. They have to quell uh, this controversy. And so, you know, whether Rogan comes out and, and apologizes, maybe that helps a little bit. Uh, but you saw in that video, he's saying he still really is interested in having these people with these contrarian takes, these uh, frankly anti-vaccine takes on his program and that he will maybe balance them out with some uh, authoritative voices who are reflecting the public health consensus. And of course that creates this false equivalence, right? You know, if you having someone on who's spouting anti-vaccine rhetoric and then having someone on who's reflecting the uh, public health viewpoint, uh, those those things are not equal and, and, and presenting them like that certainly suggests that they might be. And yet Joe Rogan has the number one podcast on Spotify. Millions of people listen to him. Audiences are choosing him. Why? What is it about him? Clearly, you he can connects. See, CNN, talk yeah, about rent-free in CNN's mind. Yeah, yeah. They just can't figure, why? Why do you listen to him? He's not. He doesn't have a doctor. There's no Dr. Gupta at, like, medical desk. Mm -hmm. Here's the most stark... He's got Jamie. That's where, like, where is Gupta to explain? That's where I want Gupta on here, who has been there in the since the vac started and got the chance to try and appeal. 
I believe that was the impetus behind uh, Dr. Sanjay Gupta doing the same and going on his podcast as well. I'm just curious, Dr. Hotez, because not only Joe Rogan, but other influential voices who have choos chosen not to get a vaccine and been public about it, continue to say they're going to do their own research and they're going to look into things. And as somebody whose job it is to do extensive research, which you have done for years, I'm curious your reaction when you heard Joe Rogan just say, you know, he comes on these podcasts and he doesn't really do much, you know, research into the questions or the topics that he brings. I mean, he's not a journalist. That That's fair enough. But he does have millions he, of people who turn to... You know, no, he now, does do his research, though. It, he talks about it all the time. That, that's the one thing to get back to his Instagram It's easy post. to tell when they don't watch his show. But they'll, it, they'll go on and they'll tweet that they hate his interviews and they hate his show, but they don't... You get, it's so obvious that they're not watching. Because if you know watch his show, his he is very humble when it mm -hmm. comes to taking credit for doing research or even considering himself oh, so yeah, an intellectual. So mm -hmm. if you take when a lot of times he like checks himself going, oh, I'm a stupid, I'm an idiot, I'm not a journalist. Right. Well, no, you're not a stupid idiot journalist like Don Lemon is. Right. That's not what you should be <laughs> clarifying. And it's like, that's how CNN's running it is. Look, he even said he's a dumb moron. Listen to this sound clip. I'm a moron. In comparison, he's just to saying a, he doesn't have the credentials. He, a, but he's listening. He's trying to make. It his, used to be. It used yeah. to be considered a Socratic wisdom. It used mm -hmm. to be. I am. What is the smart thing? In, per, in the smartest thing a person can do is realize what they don't know, mm -hmm. and being willing to admit, and then try and learn what they don't know. It's not being smarter than everybody. It's knowing your own. Either way, you can see how the hit 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 job media they have it out for him. That was all day today. Probably a solid seven consecutive hours when I was watching. Mm -hmm. That it was a full-on assault. And I have a feeling he's just going to ignore it. That's why we're going to do battle for it. Because, quite frankly, CNN's not on his level. Like, I, there's no really no reason for Joe Rogan to punch down. He's, his battle is with the DNC. Mm -hmm. That is who he's more competitive with. Not the not Neil Young. Not the the underlings in Hollywood. Not CNN and their professorial class. It's, it's the party infrastructure mm -hmm. that has a real problem with him. The base, you can try and gin up a fight, but... I, you know what would be a funny way to end this? What? Convoy? You want me to play some more of the Convoy song? Neil Young song. Play no, it. we're not going to endorse his music. I'm no, we just throw it up on Spotify. Like, <laughs> oh, you think you can take it off Spotify? <laughs> no, we don't want to give him a reason to take us down. <laughs> Let's exit with a little of the Convoy. At least I can start at the perfect time. The backstory behind this song... In high school or in college, whenever we'd go on road trips, like mm -hmm. for spring break or senior week down south, multiple cars, we would try and get this song all going at the same time <laughs> and like play it all around. Yeah. Come on, join I'm go to the finale. Bears and choppers fill the skies. Well, we shot the line, we went for broke with a thousand screaming trucks and eleven long-haired friends of Jesus in a chartreuse microbus. Rubber duck to Sodbuster, come on there, yeah, 10-4 Sodbuster, listen, you want to put that microbus in behind that suicide jockey? Yeah, he's hauling dynamite and he needs all the help he can get. Well, we laid a strip for the Jersey Shore and prepared to cross the line. I could see the bridge was lined with bears, but it didn't have a doggone dime. I says, Pigpen, this here's a rubber duck. We just ain't going to pay no toll. So we crashed the gate doing 98. I says, let them truckers roll 10-4. Cause we got a mighty convoy rockin' through the night. Yeah, we got a mighty convoy. Ain't you a beautiful sight? Come on and join our Big Ben, what's your 20? Oh, 
Omaha. Well, they ought to know what to do with them hogs out there for sure. Well, mercy sakes, good buddy. We're going to back on out here so 